Since the Medical Reserve Corps activated to help with the pandemic, its volunteers have donated more than 25,000 hours in North Idaho alone. Come along as Daily Bee staff writer Carolyn Lobsinger talks to Nanette Swendig, MRC Unit Coordinator for the Panhandle Health District, and several clinic volunteers about their work in the community and about the local shock clinics. Nanette, why don't you tell me a little bit about the SHOT Clinic, what you're doing here, and the information that you were telling me earlier. Um, it's As far as the uh, coronavirus, the whole event goes, um, our MRC was one of the first units in the country that opened a call center to answer questions. Mm-hmm. Um, these MRC volunteers, I have 600 new volunteers since this started in March of 2020. The call center takes numerous, I mean, innumerable calls, but we have been at this um, since March 3rd. The volunteers have donated more than 25,000 hours wow. to do this. Between the LPNs, we've got doctors, we've got clerical folks, and we're required to report that to the Federal Medical Reserve Corps site. Mm-hmm. Um, through the end of November, the dollar value of the hours that these people have donated is one point one. Seven six million dollars worth of volunteer labor. The objective is to get the shots out. Mm-hmm. You know, Sandpoint, not Sandpoint, but Idaho in general has kind of more uh, vaccine hesitancy than we would like. But we want to we want to get it out there and make it available to the people who are willing to take the shot. And the idea here is, I want these volunteers recognized. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people understand that. I mean, Dorothy who's the clinic lead here is paid, but everybody else is here out of the goodness of their heart. How many of the volunteers have been at a majority or all of the clinics? Uh, most of the people here are regulars in San Juan. Oh, um, wow. That's why it's, I, um, it's, I wanted to provide a holiday lunch for them. Um, because without them, we couldn't mm-hmm. do this. I mean, the health district doesn't have the staff, and there is a demand here for vaccines. Um, we're just we're doing what we can to try and get this blasted thing behind mm-hmm. us. How many of the volunteers? You talked that a lot of them have medical experience and that they've been. At, what are some of the things that they're seeing and that they're telling you about their participation in this and why they're doing it? An awful lot of my volunteers are retired from active nursing practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I don't know if any of the group here today is, but I have um, several nurses in Coeur d'Alene that hadn't practiced nursing for 10 years. And due to the governor's emergency order, um, they were allowed to reactivate their nursing licenses so that they could mm-hmm. help us through the pandemic. Um, they're, they're delighted. Mm-hmm. to feel useful, to be back to work. And it's, you know, they're giving their time, but I think we get as much back from the community as we give to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that are here for a shot want to shot. And they, I, they, they thank us for being here and helping to make it as easy as we can. How busy have the clinics been? Are you finding that most of the shots for each day that you, slots are filled, or is it depends on the day and we just increased the hours for the for the Bonner County clinics mm-hmm. um, because now that they authorized the, the booster doses for mm-hmm. moderna um, those appointments were filled three weeks out so we since the school is kind of on break 
they allowed us to be in here an hour earlier uh-huh. um, so that we could offer more of the Moderna shots. The Pfizer is, is pretty steady right now because they've been authorized for boosters for some time. Gotcha. Um, but we did increase the hours because there was quite a backlog for, for Moderna boosters. And the encouraging thing to me is that we are seeing some first and second doses mm-hmm. at these clinics. People who have put it off and put it off and didn't want any. And they finally decided that maybe this is real. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe this is not something that was made up for political right. reasons. And they're doing the smart thing. They're protecting themselves. What kind of ages are you seeing in showing up to the shot clinics? Um, at this point, we are not offering pediatric vaccinations, okay. the 5 to 11-year-olds in right. the clinics, only because we feel like the, the kids need more privacy. Right. Um, it's We don't want a room full of children waiting to get a shot that hear the first one cry and right. turn into chaos. So we're, we're doing the pediatric shots in our offices um, okay. in both, well, actually in all five counties. Okay. Um, but we're doing everything, um, everything 11 and up in these, mm-hmm. in these clinics. And now that the 16 and 17 year olds have been authorized for the booster as well, mm-hmm. I expect that that is, is going to bring us another surge of people. What else would you like to say about the volunteers, about the shot clinics? What's important for folks to know about? First and foremost, the, f- the important thing to know is that these people are volunteers and without community-minded volunteers, it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's absolutely amazing that they have done what they have for us. It's good to feel the community come together like this. And I've, you know, I'm in charge of the five northern counties, so I have a group in St. Mary's that's the same. Sandpoint's my favorite group because they have gotten to be buddies so much we did a last-minute clinic in Sandpoint, um, and I called my usual volunteers, and none of them were available because they have become friends, they've developed a group, and they all went to St. Regis camping for the weekend. And I wanted to have a clinic, and they weren't going to cancel their camping trip so that, um, so that we could do a clinic. So uh-huh. I brought nurses from, from Coeur d'Alene up that day to do what needed to be done. But yeah, it's, it's priceless. Oh, that's great. Um, it's, in my opinion, it's a feel-good. You know, mm-hmm. it's, there's so much, so much ugliness going on in the world right now that this gives me hope. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there are good people out there. Not everybody is a, um, they're not looking for the people under the, under the carpet. What's it like for you to be a part of this? You know, this is this is delightful for me. I started. Um, I've been working as the coordinator for the Medical Reserve Corps since uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, people said, "Hey, what does the MRC do? Why do you even exist? We don't have disasters here." Well, the last big event that the MRC worked at was the swine flu, um, and the MRC was very involved in getting the swine flu shots out. They went to the schools. Um, it was it was a long-term proposition Mm -hmm. and the whole idea behind the Medical Reserve Corps um, it was formed following um, 9-11 because of all the medical volunteers that showed up at the towers and wanted to help right but the first responders the emergency people there had no way to verify 
whether they were actually the medical professional that they claimed to be. And at that point, um, they decided that it would be a good idea to form this. So the group itself formed in 2003 as a result of 9-11. And our North Idaho group was the 73rd unit in the country to do it. We've got, um, there are almost a thousand groups and um, I think there's more than 200,000 volunteers. Oh, wow. uh, last time I looked at, at the national website, there's 200,000 volunteers nationwide. Why did you get involved, Nan? Uh, you know, I, I've done volunteer things for a long time. I was a member of the MRC um, mm -hmm. for some time. Um, with my EMS background, mm -hmm. it just sounded like a good way for me to give back. Mm -hmm. um, the gal that was in my job when I was hired, um, she retired. And um, I didn't take the position when she left, but it came open again. I, I received an email mm -hmm. from the preparedness director at the health district saying, hey, we're looking for a new MRC coordinator. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Um, are you interested? And at uh -huh. that point, you know, it was a 20-hour-a-week job. Um, and that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh -huh. you know, I'm, I was headed into retirement five years ago now. It went from part-time to way more than full-time. But it's, it's a give back. It's, yeah. That's who I am. It's, I like to give back to the community. I, it's, it's a feel-good for me. Uh -huh. What else would you like to say, Nan? Now that I think about it, yeah. two things. Anybody who wants to join us, this www.volunteeridaho.com, they can register there. And if people have questions or having difficulty getting a test order for a COVID test or difficulty finding an appointment, they can call our hotline. And that number is 208-415-5225. I'm Janie Sturm. I was excited that boosters were, or shots in general were going to be available here in Sandpoint. And um, I knew that it took volunteers in order to make the clinics happen. And being retired, I had some time on my hands and I've enjoyed it a lot. It's nice to have people appreciate the service that is offered here in Sandpoint and um, we're able to get vaccinated. What's been, What's a, some stories that you have from when people come in? Are they generally, like you said, pretty excited and pretty thankful? Or is it, what's it like to be I'd a part say of? overwhelmingly thankful that people are in the community helping out mm -hmm. um, to keep us all safe and um, have doors open again for us to safely see other people. Um, I think not only just thankful, some are scared, a little nervous, and um, that they're all settled after they get their shot. They're they're totally fine then afterwards. Just some people get a little worried about getting poked. So, what's it like to be a volunteer at something like this? Um, it's great. We have Nan um, and Dorothy oversee us. Uh huh. I guess um, you would say, and um, they're so, so gracious and in uh, mentoring us and doing it with just compassion and grace. Oh, very cool. And what is your name and what, why are you involved in that? Uh, my name's Carol Thrill. Okay. Um, and when I heard about the SHOTS clinic, I worked as a nurse giving out vaccines. And so I thought yes, that's something I could do okay. to help. Mm -hmm. And so I volunteered and uh, have thoroughly enjoyed it. Worked with the National Guard. Um, they were here all spring and summer. And 
it's a nice place to come. Everybody's happy. Everybody's thankful to get the vaccines. Um, we all would like to see more of the community in here uh, getting vaccines. Uh, the sooner everybody gets immune to this disease, then the sooner life gets back to normal. And so this is a nice, safe way to become immune. What's it like when what kind of atmospheres here? And what would you want to tell people about the shot clinics or getting the shot or... What would you like to say to folks about the clinics or the shots? Uh, The clinics, everyone here is really nice. Uh, We have a lot of medical staff if there's any problems. Um, We're very careful. We talk to people to make sure that all the shots are going to be really safe to be administered. it's and it's just a nice availability you don't have to wait very long even we even have some walk-ins that come in and it's usually there's not a big line it's usually just a steady flow Mm -hmm. and and it's nice the vaccines are all available you can get either one moderna pfizer um and i think johnson johnson's available in the community but not here um tell people about why the medical reserve corps why you're involved in this this effort to help folks out. From what Nam was saying, everybody here is a volunteer and is just mm-hmm. doing it out of the goodness of their hearts to help their friends and neighbors. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why we're all here. We're all here to try to get this immunity, get the get the uh, community safe again. And we all just want to help out. And also to help out the nurses and doctors in the hospital. They're, they're something that we think about a lot because they're being overworked. and. And we're worried about losing losing doctors and nurses to be working at all. Um, so, yeah, we want to do our part to help out. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Thanks for coming in. Um, yeah, just uh, come on in, get a vaccine. It's no big deal. Does anybody want to say anything about why they're taking part in helping with the shot clinic and... I'm Donna Lorenz and I volunteered uh, starting last March and it's to give back to the community and their health and it's been an awesome time. We've made great friendships and um, so in the spirit of giving, that's why I donate my time. What's it like being a part of the clinic when folks come in? Just Are folks nervous? Are they... There's some people that are nervous and we try our best to just treat them as an individual and meet them where they're at and calm them down and but most of the time you know the people that walk in here they want the shot so we don't it's not much convincing to try to give them the shot it's those people out in the community (laughs) that is a tougher time a tougher sell what would you like to let folks in the community what message did you have for the folks in the community? That public health is different than personal health and that to take responsibility for your personal health is to be aware of public health and that um, there's over 200 million people that have received this shot successfully. Mm-hmm. So that's enough research in and of itself that it's safe and effective. Mm-hmm. And the people that are dying, unfortunately, are 99% unvaccinated. So that's what I'd like them to know. You've been listening to the 7B Podcast. 
Thanks for joining us, and remember to check back next Monday to hear the latest news and stories that are happening in our community.